sneaker, sneaker business, business talk. It's the Soul Material Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for, the channel you cheer for. It's T. Mark the Street Shark. And your man, the O-G-E-O. All right, and we're back in the building. Um, give me some more of that sneaker business talk that you love so much uh, from the Soul Material crew. All right, you know, it's giving that clarity over popularity as we like to do. And um, so this episode, um, we're, it's all about nostalgia again, if, you know. So welcome to our new listeners. But if you've been back, you know where we're about to go. Uh, um, and we're going back to the 90s, all right? Uh, um, and we're just going to uh, dedicate this whole episode uh, um, just to, you know, the the core elements of, of, of the 90s, some of the things that, that shaped us uh, um, and our, um, you know, early years uh, um and just it was just a, a, a time to be alive um um in culture you know with uh, the way the sneaker culture was the way the nba was with music um um just uh, you know all of those uh, influences but have a you know we love a good show and tell over here so we just have a you know um a lineup um uh, uh, from the 90s to just uh do some storytelling um um uh, just like uh, we do uh from the shark and the OG so i'm just going to kick it off um with the OG um and and get us started um and let's reminisce on the 90s thank you shark but um first and foremost we got the people know how organic this episode has come about because um we actually were ping ponging going back and forth as far as discussing and analyzing how the culture right now is still impacted and heavily influenced on our childhood era, which the nineties and how if they, they meaning all the big brands that were around at that time decided not to remake anything from the nineties at all for a whole year, how they possibly would struggle. <laughs> so that's how much of an impact in the chokehold that uh, our era is what I call it has even to this point and influence that it made over the years like you said, musically, athletically, you know, culturally, politically, um, what a time to be alive. And with me, Shark, the first thing that comes to mind, and of course, us being organic, there's so many angles we can go with, with us being from the DMV area and so forth, but just universally, how can you talk about the 90s and influence and impact and culture from then even till today without mentioning 91, 92, 92-93, Michigan Wolverines, the Fat Five. We talking about C-Web, Mr. J. Howe, J. Rose. We talking about my boy uh, Jimmy the King, is what I used to call him, because in high school, he was my favorite high school player back in the day. And we talking about that boy Ray Ray himself from Texas. So I had to bring out show and tell the Fat Fives. And of course, these are not the original, they're retro, but hey, this is the close to the original that we got with the colors being where they were as far as color placement. And this shoe just kind of changed the game with the black socks having the, uh, I guess, the sandal type of shoe on, on a basketball court. So having a lighter shoe as opposed to wearing a high top all the time. And um, not saying that we need to reiterate the story, people already know, but the significance of this shoe and that time um, musically. Athletically, Fab Five changed the game in the '90s, man. Until this day, um, when I wear these, that essence and that memory and that feeling comes back. Even me wearing these now and touching these now, um, I have a certain 
just love and nostalgia. And you cannot deny that Hirachi signed. And when these came in that original black box, um, you knew it wasn't a game. And um, shout out to the Fab Five and what they did for us and their legacy. Um, because this shoe means so much to the culture, Shark. No question. Yes, definitely. Yeah, break out the black socks um, and some baggy shorts, and we in there. Um, so uh, definitely. Uh, so let's keep the Fan Five uh, vibe going. Um, uh, and again, shout out to our original listeners. You, you know, Soul Material Podcast. You know, um, you know, we some of our namesake and um, and our brand um, started with the relationship of Chris Weber and uh, Jawan Howard and then them playing together in college and then them translating to our home squad, Washington Bullets. Uh, um, um, so just tying that uh, storytelling uh, back together uh, for you all. So let's get sensational. All right. So we're going to talk Ooh. about the Air Max sensation. All right. So this it was this is a retro, so you don't see the the CW and the two on the back like the original for uh, Chris Webber. But we look at that beautiful Air Max sign on the tongue. All right. Um. So this was Chris Webber's uh, signature shoe um, uh, with Nike, and you know this this was. You know, again, just look at that blue. Uh, um, like that feel, that's like that should be like '90s blue. Uh, um, you can't remake this again. Um, and just this that great, uh, you know, pebbled uh, uh, leather. You know, and then you had the this. There was a lot of air. <laughs> There's a lot of air and up tempo going on uh, in the '90s. Even it was the the full bed. Uh, uh, um, you know, you got the forefoot and the big unit in the heel. Like, come on, Air Max sensation. Chris Webber, like these speak for itself. I don't have to tell too much of a story. Uh, um, and I actually only worn these one time, and that was when we podcasted live at Capital One Arena uh, uh, for Sneaker Night, um, where we partnered with the uh, Washington Wizards. So, you know that that deserved uh, um, the sensations to come out. Uh, um, but yeah, there you go. C Dub caught up in the web. <laughs> uh, caught up in the web. C Web signature shoe. This is classic 90s, like these type of silhouettes. And like I said, we were heavy on the air. As soon as we discovered uh, Max, they just put Air Max in every iteration of it um, on a lot of things. Uh, um, so wasn't the lightest uh, shoes, but wow. Uh, um, comfort. Wow. <laughs> All so right. Talk about the essence of the 90s, Shark. Um, we're back to a time in which um, matching now, or the new matching, I should say, it's not matching at all. And I will argue that this shoe um, began that trend in the 90s, not only colors, but you're not having to have to just match everything together. And um, just to go there, this is one of LeBron James's favorite models as well. He has a story about his uncle um, wearing these one day, and he had a rendition um, of a colorway made in one of his past shoes. And I have that same story that. Um, so my uncle wearing these, I'm like, what are those? Are they boots? Are they tennis shoes? Are they basketball shoes or what? And you all that kind of got your brains going, you already know where I'm going here. I'm going with that OG Nike Air Moab. And oh my goodness, you're talking about 90s to the core. The yeah. ACG, the all conditioned gear line by Nike. Change the game totally to where 
an old man, quote unquote, hiking shoe or hiking boot became cool. And the whole inner sock, again, again, the whole Harachi feel of that inner sock, the colorway is magnificent. This version is from the retro from 2000. Look at the tag. I don't want to get it wrong. 2015? Wow. It's been that long already. And this is the last retro, I believe, that they made that was as close to the OG with yeah. that two-tone leather, as far as the two-tone colorway of, of the leather. The shoestrings, damn near exact. The tumbled leather on the ACG, which I always loved. And this was not cheap at all. The band back here saying Nike Air. And the Moab on the bottom. That all weather sole. And these were very, very comfortable as well. And as you guys know, the OG wears the shoes. These have been worn at least 10 times a year since 2015 when I reacquired these. And look and look at that. Look at the uh, uh, uppers on these. There you go. Till this day. Yeah. So until these break down, and now we have, again, Shark and I had an episode as far as the regluing and how that goes about now and the re re restorations. But shout out to the 90s and what I'm wearing with these that matter because these are too dope to not just find. A, you could not find this blue shirt anywhere. You could not find a hoodie this color back in the day or a shirt. You couldn't. So you had to just fly with what you flew with. And uh, the all conditions gear, Air Moab Nike, essence of my 90s and of my, of my childhood, man, definitely. Nice, yeah. The, the the retros they kept putting like tabs, those those pull tabs on the front and the back of the uh, of the tongue and the heel, like totally uh, 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 ruined it. Like just stick to the OG vibes. All right, so I'm gonna stay basketball. Still go back to well ninety six, ninety seven, uh, um, and we got the air adjust uh, force. All right, again, you know this is the ambush. Uh, collaboration so they actually blacked out the uh the air bubble but there you go with the classic uh uh air bubble um like for the full heel um and again this is a special model for me uh, um i was a varsity basketball player when i was a freshman in 1996 97 and this was our team shoe so this shoe has the removable strap and there was like a bunch of different colors um, that you can you could buy them separately as well and buy extras because uh -uh, you got a pair that came with the shoe. So my school colors were red and white. So I had a, a white pair and then uh, uh, a red pair and then like one, to, you know, sometimes I have red on one shoe and white on the other shoe or whatever. So um, just the um, nostalgia of of my high school um, team shoe. Uh, so we got the air just for us. So I was so happy when uh, Ambush did this collaboration. They do a lot of 90s reiterations with uh, modern twists. So, um, yeah. The, and then you just can't just, you know it's 90s. Let me take this off real quick. You know it's 90s when. Hold up. It's black and white. That's all you needed to do. <laughs> black and white everything all right that like that was so many silhouettes with just black and white and then you know whether it was an accessory that changed the color or you know it was like you had a black shoe uh, um and then you had maybe black socks but if you had the white socks maybe you had the the red swoosh on it uh, on the sock and then that was it there wasn't a lot of color going on so again just the 90s just a lot of blacked out uh i don't i don't 
I don't get what's wrong with with that the, uh, today. We got colors galore, uh, but black and white is 90s. Um, so Air Just Force, Nike, thanks Ambush for doing a great collaboration. And again, these didn't sell out, so they ended up going on sale and, and, and that stuff. I was like, see, I'm happy you guys don't know about this shoe, but we're going to tell you about it. Um, so this is classic 90s, 96, 97, like, come on. This was all over the NBA, and you didn't even know. And, you know, this is Vince Carter, North Carolina freshman year, you know, and with the white, with the Carolina blue strap, Ed Coder throwing him to alley-oop. That's what we are talking about with this shoe, all right? Sean, it looks like you're holding a live East Bay magazine right now because all you saw at East Bay was the basic black and white shoe, although there may have been other colorways. And um, thanks for the history of that Carolina team, because I remember trying to find that UNC colorway, and I'm like, they didn't sell it. It was a true college, and I'm like, oh, they make shoes for college players. So as opposed to going back to the story with the Fab Five, which they wore things you could get to the store, yeah, Vince and Jameson had, had some stuff I'm like, oh, they got some exclusive colored stuff. And you saw that with more team shoes that weren't that popular. But that was the first shoe I was like, I got to get my hands on those. And you couldn't. And back then, there was no internet and no one reselling and so forth. So unless they threw it to a friend or so forth, finding a Carolina, I wonder who has a shoe in a good condition still. Someone has it somewhere. So if someone has that, holler at us. We want a picture of it, just see it. But I'm just envisioning Ed Cohen and them in that shoe. And I'm like, I got to have that shoe. And I'm a Michigan fan, Georgetown fan. I'm anti-Carolina. But once I, once Carter wore them joints, I was like, maybe I could jump higher if I wore those. Like, it was something about that shoe and that cup color wave placement. They were perfect. Yeah, everyone, if you know me, you know me a long time, you know I'm a Carolina fan. Uh, um, had the pleasure of going to Carolina basketball school, basketball camp, and got to meet Ed Coda, Antoine Davidson, uh, uh, Vince Carter when I was young and hanging out with them in the dorms. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... It was, again, fun times. Uh, um, so I always remember that. So not only from my career, but just watching them and watching Vince Carter jump out the gym. <laughs> uh, that was one of the shoes. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, so what you got up next, uh, OG? Of course, man. Well, we, we, we got to represent home. And there's no way that I can have an episode without taking this back to my days going up and down Georgia Avenue, going up and down New Hampshire Avenue, being at Petworth, um, being Tacoma Park, um, any, anywhere uptown, and all of a sudden seeing this shoe that's not a Nike, not an Adidas, not a Reebok, and you couldn't find them anywhere locally, but everyone was wearing them. Anybody from D.C., from that area, know where I'm going right now. You see the shoe boxes behind me for the folks who are watching this visually let's go to the new balance let's go to 1992-93 with the 992 this was an original quote-unquote retro they did a few years back and this shoe changed the game for me as far as comfort as far as something that was worn in the city that was different and something that we carry quote-unquote as ours because nowhere in the world outside of true runners People were wearing New Balances casually. And this was a staple to signify that you were from now called the DMV. And these just bring me back to um, days of the hustlers and being around and being outside all day. And 
not having a shoe that took so much to maintain. And um, the classic gray, this is this just says Northwest, Southwest, Northeast, Southeast, D.C. to the core in the 90s. And the fact New Balances have gotten popular again with the collaborations. They've never changed their quality of their shoe. Um, and it's good to see, again, quote unquote, alternative brands really making a stand for, for themselves, you know, in the hobby now, in the culture. But back in the day, you know, if you weren't, if you went to Philadelphia, if you went to Carolina, if you went out of town on vacation awards, you'd be like, what are those? Are those Jeepers or those? We used to call them Jeepers back in the day. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bounce 992, um, my seventh grade, eighth grade year when these came out. And um, this is a shoe where my uncle was like, we bought every like other month. So you will see them have a fresh pair. And once they got quote unquote unfresh, they will go and buy another pair because New Balance always restock these in the DC area. So this is my first experience of seeing people actually rebuy a shoe, you know, multiple times throughout the year. Um, so shout out to Washington, DC, Uptown, New Balance, the 992. Shout out to Balance for remaking the original rendition uh, of these, man. Love them, always will. This signifies home for me. No question, Shark. No question at all, man. All right. All right. What, well, what you got for us? All right. Let's go back. Um, I'm staying basketball. And then, so we just talked about Carolina, but let's go to another Carolina alumni. All right. And we're going to, we're, we're switching brands up, uh, but we're going to go Fila Stack House 2. All right. I actually like the two better than the one. Uh, um, and uh, this was. Oh, whoa, whoa. Like you, you can't you can't let that pass. You got to explain why you like the two better than the one. Now, hold on now. News well, the flash. one with the spaghetti, I, it had all the marketing. I just felt like because I actually had this shoe and I bought in it. I just felt like it. It fit better. Uh, hmm. um, uh, uh, it performed better. And to me, I like the simplicity of just the. The, the sleekness of this. Uh, um, I felt like the spaghetti had so much going on uh, that they were trying so hard with that with that first shoe. It just didn't translate. Like this this model and this silhouette, like if you took this off, it might, you'd be like, oh, that's the Steve Francis. Oh, that's the Reebok. Like, so this actually fit. And then here we go. Like the spaghetti didn't come in black and white. You know, they did the traditional uh, uh, you know, navy red and and and, and white. Uh, um, but when you came with the black, like again, you fit in with your with everything else that's going on at that time. Are these Sean Kemp's? Are these Steve Francis's? Oh no, these are the Fila Stackhouse. All right, so you kind of didn't mind some of the things uh, being uh, uh, similar. So yeah, great question. Yeah, that that was a clarifying point. Like I got into the detail of this, the, you know, these stack houses. And it was something about like a fat tongue at that time that it was like, that felt like extra ankle support and cushioning and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe I just made that up uh, uh, from <laughs> when I was playing. That's what I used to think. Uh, uh, but it just, you know, this was, it. this silhouette just screamed, you know, late nineties uh, 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 for me. Uh, um, and then another quick story of, of this particular shoe, uh, um, this shoe, um, so back to the hometown, uh, DMV, um, if you're a high school basketball, uh, fan, then you are very familiar with the history of the Capitol Classic. 
All yes, right. Uh, um, in the Capital Classic ending, so you had some DMV All Stars. You had the uh, Privates versus Public in the uh, in the pregame, and then you had the DC All Stars versus the national team. And it was always cool to see some of the top talent team up, and then go against some of the nation's finest. So I got a chance to go see people like Mike Bibby. Uh, um, um, and uh, he was playing with Corey Benjamin at the time. And it was just <laughs> like, who are these dudes? You know what I'm saying? But then it was just like, yo, hometown Nate James had to hold it down with the once lead cut off uh, uh, back in the day. And he went, you know, if everybody knows, he knows Nate James went to Duke uh, um, uh, from, the, from the area. Uh-huh. Um, but this was one year, the Capital Classic was sponsored by Fila, uh, and this was the shoe that they were uh, wearing. So, if I believe, if I recall correctly, uh, um, this might have been Corey Maggetti uh, um, uh, when he showed up um, around uh, around that time. So, uh, um, just again, just good vibes uh, going to Capital Classic games. Um, it was a good time with my family, with my brother, um, and we would always. Uh, um, that was always a dream. Um, I didn't make the final cut uh, um, uh, that season to. Uh, um, to actually be on uh, uh, the team because um, I had transferred schools. Um, so everything, the same stats didn't transfer over. <laughs> uh, uh, but at the end of the day, just capital classic uh, uh, DMV. Uh, um, and here you go, uh, Fila, Stackhouse 2. And then um, story time about the shoe. Um, the designer of this shoe, uh, when he was at Fila, also went on to start another brand called Brand Black. And he did the Jamal Crawford shoes uh, 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 before he moved on to running the company and not doing all the designs. But, you know, this has a lot of lineage in this design and where things went uh, uh, in the future just from the designer. And then, you know, this is just classic 90s silhouette. And then give me the black and white. Stackhouse 2. Understood. Shark, we got to let people know. Um we're on a time limit, of course. We can go on and on. Um, don't kill us. We didn't mention your shoe. This was just a point in time we just wanted to bring out just a few things because you see from um, Sharks and my backgrounds alone, we could probably go for another three, four hours just picking out stuff. And this ain't, this ain't a versus, but we just wanted to bring out some things um, really quick just to bring out that nostalgia, um, a little bit of show and tell, and tell our story because one thing about this hobby um, the storytelling and what's behind the story is getting lost. And Shark and I want to bring that back because once you got a shoe, obtained a shoe, it was more about just the like button or doing because someone else. Like it was always something behind, not just the thrill of the hustle or the thrill of just the, the cop, but it was always something else to us, whether you're at your favorite athlete ward or your mom and dad got it for you or you saved up your money to get it, obtain it, or family went to the store, they sold out and walked into a store two weeks later and it just popped up and you got no mention of a restock and so forth. Um, there's always some kind of story behind the shoe and that what made our era so distinctive, so unique, so fun. And even till this day, um, I get goosebumps, man, just looking at certain things, Tony, that you brought out. Because I got my story about those lives too that's totally different from yours. Um, but um, again, the colorways, um, the black and white, the East Bay Magazine, again, our previous episodes we talked about is coming back up again. Again, as I say, what a time to be alive, Shark. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and just to, uh, you know, wrap this up in a nutshell, you know, it's, it's all about the vibes, 
the nostalgia. Uh, um, it's that moment in time um, that, that, that you remember, whether you had the shoe, you wanted the shoe, you didn't get it. Um, you may, you know, we got older, got jobs and we went back and got the things that we that we wanted. But it's those it's the camaraderie. Uh, um, it's the friendships. Um, again, it's those moments hanging out in the hallway by the locker uh, um, where, where, you know, and then he's like, hey, yo, oh, I see you over there. Oh, that's what you got. Oh, that's what we doing today. Uh, um, you know, and the, the, we talked about the ACGs, uh, um, you know, and I just felt like, you know, I know my crew, at least uh, um, when we were in school, we were ahead of the curve. So like we were the pack wearing the ACGs and the first with the tune airs and then, you know, and the 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 air force ones with the jewels uh, um, um you know like we were the uh you know the the trendsetters uh, um the forward thinkers uh, um and um you know that, that was that, the that, age that was of influence when everything was in person uh, mm -hmm. um you know so you had to see it that means you had to be wearing it and you weren't talking about it and then that was all that you were doing uh, um so you know Again, the, the, the first, uh, Asia influence, uh, um, was started out in your, in your schools, um, in your neighborhoods. Um, and we told you some stories about who influenced us, uh, cause it was the same thing. We had to see some things, um, uh, cause we feel a certain way and then we get that affirmation like, oh, yeah, yeah, you like this too. Or, you know, that's where that came from. And then we're just adding on to the stories, uh, cause it's all about, um, what we tell you all as our audience all the time. Make your own story. Uh, um, that's why you love uh, um, the sneakers, because it's about what you like. It's not about what we say and what other people tell you to like. Uh, um, you know, so you you have that power uh, um, to uh, like what you like and buy what you want to buy. Uh, um, so just create those memories. Uh, um, and for all those parents out there, share those stories with your kids um, and then create new memories with them uh, um, and uh, carry on the tradition. So uh, I think that's a good place to... Uh, wrap up, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a part two uh, um, uh, later on down the line uh, just because it's so much fun um, uh, reminiscing on the 90s. And there's plenty of stories to be told uh, um, and a lot of things you see on the shelf right now are influenced by the 90s anyway. Uh, um, so, so there you go. Um, another episode uh, in the books. We told you we're all about that clarity over popularity here at the Soul Material Podcast, the podcast you cheer for. So I'm um, signing off on this episode. It's T-Mart the Street Short. And your boy, your man, the OGO. Till next time, peace to you. Peace.